like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ring, 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 ring. May I please speak with Zoe? Oh, hello, Lamorne. Let's patch in Hannah. God, I forgot what it was like working with you guys. Welcome to our show. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our unnamed show. <laughs> uh, I'm Zoe Deschanel. And alongside me are virtually are. I'm Lamorne, by the way. I just wanted to get that out there. That's my name. <laughs> I'm Hannah. Oh Jesus! Hey Hannah, what why do, you, you guys so don't scared? ever say your last names? Are you guys like you're like Madonna? It's kind of like Prince. True. It's kind of <laughs> like, like Prince. Prince. There's a lot I, of Hannahs that have popped up on the scene. I feel like there weren't a same lot with except Zoe's. for Hannah. Ma- really? Oh, that's there true. Were, there were like no Zoes, and then now there are a bunch of Zoes like who are young young people named zoe and i'm like all I, right guys i gotta I might admit have been the first you might have been the first <laughs> i know i'm the first and only lamorne if there yes, are other lamorne's are, out there actually. if there are other lamorne's out there please find me <laughs> <Did> <laughs> there is a safe that, haven like, for you you're you're 
Where did you, were you named after somebody? Well, obviously not because you're the first, but. My mom uh, had no idea. Uh, (laughs) She didn't. She just kind of made up, she just kind of made up that name, you know? And Your uh, mom is awesome, by the way. I love your mom. She's the best. She's the absolute best. And I love your mom, Hannah, too. (laughs) <laughs> Ooh, mom loved and I love your moms Aww. Aww. it is a good trifecta of moms that, that we have we've got good moms we're yeah, great moms. moms look at God my mom she just she, I, I, when I say I don't know I really mean I really mean I don't know because I ask her all the time and she's like I don't know it just sounded cool and I added the E at the end it sounded French and it does so, sound French sounds French la mort yeah. je n'ai pas les pas bien français <laughs> That's Should we friend. say it in a French accent from now on? Mm-hmm. Lermont. That's Canadian French. Yeah, I was like, Hannah's speaking Canadian French. Very uh-huh. Montreal French. <laughs> <laughs> so beautiful. Um, hi, guys. Hello. Hey, guys. Hello. What's up? Hey, so uh, just a quick overview for all the folks out there. If you're just tuning in, um, as if this is a radio show, um, <laughs> you can go back and listen to the other <laughs> ones from the beginning if you want to. But we're doing a rewatch podcast. Um, mm-hmm. We are homies. We were on a show called New Girl, and uh, we want to talk about it. Fans always ask us questions. They always have, you know, uh, little they have trivia that they want to talk about, different things like that. And we decided that we want to come together again as homies, as friends, and and discuss those things for the fans. Fantastic. I feel like I already have to, like, we were only four episodes into this podcast, and I already have to start, you know, revisiting things that I have said that were not maybe fully true or inclusive of all the, <laughs> the information what is gonna what Which are you is, gonna say after this <laughs> i was i was thinking about like how i was talking about how max and i had to take our clothes off mm-hmm. a bunch and had to like all of a sudden be like mm, maybe we should go to the gym a little bit more since everybody's gonna see this and i had forgotten about this episode because we're talking about a 104 naked today mm-hmm. full on naked and I was like, oh, my gosh, I forgot <laughs> that you and Jake got yeah. nude. Completely yeah, naked. Jake, Jake Complete. had to do a lot in that episode. I got like the, the you know, um, legs cut to shoulders above. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I, I got to do that. There is an episode coming up where I had to be in underwear and it was oh, stressful to me. That's, right. that's starfish I wasn't ex- uh-huh. I wasn't expecting it. And, you know, it, the, the problem is, you know, the, the writers we have, you know, we had a fantastic, amazing group of writers um, who are all having to come up with, um, you know, episodes, uh, you know, quickly. And the way that a a, um, a, a scripted show on a, a on one of the major networks works, which was I think things are are different now. I, I'm not sure how everything is, but um versus a streamer or a cable network um uh was that they would write you'd have a lot of episodes right you'd have maybe 22 24 25 a year and um the writers would be writing at the same time that we're shooting so we don't get a real heads up about (laughs) episodes whereas like you know um as a scripted show on hbo or something like that or netflix or something like that, or streamer like Netflix, or Hulu, um, they, 
or or Hulu or all the other wonderful streaming networks yeah. there are now. Um, those you, they usually write all the episodes and then shoot them, so they kind of know what they're dealing with. Whereas we would just get surprised that a table read. We might have. I, I know this is long winded, but we might have like a little heads up. They might be like, okay, so this episode's about when you bake cookies for uh, the homeless man living downstairs. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then when we go to the table read, it's like, no, uh, Zoe's in her underwear and everyone sees all of it. <laughs> and I'm She's like, baking I, didn't cookies, all right. to, I didn't have time to like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I baked two cookies, different kinds of cookies. Um, and, and, and we didn't have time to like work out at the level. Like I can't get, like you know crazy fit like you know some person who's doing a superhero movie i have no time we're gonna <laughs> 12 shoot this hours in one notice week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah i know i know what you mean i know what you mean I they might even do mean. a rewrite that then adds one of these things the night before i'm <laughs> here sunday that on monday <laughs> is underwear day <laughs> and like i just i can't get fit that fast <laughs> it just doesn't happen so yeah. yeah so um so we all heard about these things like right before they happened I uh, there's a rumor going around that in in that episode, um, and I don't know if this is true, uh, Zoe. But you guys, you guys were butt naked. There was no patches or covering of you. That's Jake's definitely not penis true. Was oh, out. For goodness Did you make sakes. that up? Jake's that was penis was really it was, out. I heard it in was his not boobs. Out. Uh, it was not out. Otherwise, Jake probably would have been canceled a while ago. So, um, <laughs> so oh my gosh! No, but you know not. what? You just put something together for me. <laughs> yeah. I forgot last night. Got yesterday. Got a little crazy, and then I was like, "Oh shoot! I have to watch the episode." I so I ended up thing. watching it at eleven thirty at night, and then crawling straight into bed. But this just makes sense of my dream. I had a dream. <laughs> I went to the dentist, but the and dentist, the dentist? No. had no pants on. Oh Jesus! Oh God! And I was like. Hannah, oh my gosh, I have that. to call like 911. I'm being Hannah, like We got a name for that. What? Hannah, you had a, you had an adult dream. I'm not No, it was traumatizing. It was traumatizing. When you're a 14-year-old boy, they call it something else. I'm not going to say no, that. No, there was no part of me <laughs> that was happy. I was like, I this is a horror film to me. Oh my I've God, never been more terrified. Well, I woke I'm glad up and you I was woke like, up from it. But now I'm assuming I understand you have a very professional dentist. You might change dentists at this point. It was <laughs> it was my friend's dentist. She had been telling me I have to switch to her dentist. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll try. And so, um, but anyway. now he'll be, he'll I can be never unsee it. <laughs> Who ever um, thought that a comedy can like give you a, a, a you know, I finished nightmare. this episode about five minutes ago because oh, I forgot I was supposed fresh. to watch it. This is not a joke. I went to an exercise kind of class thing. Um, a small one, guys. I'm COVID safe um, in Ooh. my mask. Um, and, uh, I and, um, I walked in and then put my stuff down and then I was like, I haven't watched the <laughs> episode I'm supposed to watch. And I literally turned around and walked out. I'm like, bye guys. And they're like, are you okay? <laughs> I'm like, yes. I gotta I, go get naked. I'm episode 104. <laughs> I forgot to prepare for my job. Um, so anyway, um, I watched the episode this is kind of an interesting episode. Like, um, I was annoyed by myself a little bit. <laughs> really? Why? Um, you know, I like, you know, I, I don't feel this way all the time, but like this episode, I was like, uh, I like, I think it's that I have to, the Jess character is very, like in this particular episode is a little bit grating on purpose. Cause she's supposed to be like, annoying nick but she was also like bugging me <laughs> i was like don't say that don't say it oh god she said it 
Why'd you do that? <laughs> I thought it was funny. I thought no, I thought, it was thought, it's very funny. Very, yeah, very, very. You guys funny, are great. So. You guys it's are. It's got great. one of my favorite cold opens. I realized when I watched it back of people who like to talk through movies. Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and people who are just like be quiet. People who drop spoilers while you're in the middle of watching something. Mm-hmm. People who are like, if you spoil something for me, we can never share a viewing I- experience again. You know what's so funny is I have to remind because I don't care about spoilers. For me, it's all about like how it unfolds. So if you tell me the end, like I wouldn't really care. So, oh, I do. Oh, no, I, I do. Yeah, no, I know almost everybody does. So I, I'm like, I kind of sometimes want people to tell me the end because it like <laughs> you're on crack. I get- <laughs> <laughs> what? I would be so that, that mad. Gets rid of the like suspense no, no, in the. For me, I'm. I, I for me the suspense makes me so nervous that I actually am like. <laughs> I know this turns out okay. <laughs> so I had a friend when um, I, I had a friend uh, back in the day when the Sixth Sense was. Um, have, have, have you seen the yeah, Sixth Sense? Of course. Thank yeah. you for Great asking. Movie. I had to yes. ask because my buddy did not. Listen one second. To- hey, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen the Sixth Sense, go watch it and then turn down the volume because Lauren's about to ruin the heck yeah. out. Yeah. Wait, but also just go watch. It's a great movie. It's a really yeah. good. Go watch movie. it. Pause the Haley podcast. Go watch it. Come back. You'll enjoy the story. Yeah. Um, Haley Joel Osment gives a performance of a lifetime. Oh yeah. So does Bruce Willis. I like but, he's six years old. Yeah, but he was great. He was great in it. Um, uh, so my buddy goes, he, I say, hey, I'm going to movies tonight. I'm going to watch The Sixth Sense. And he goes, The Sixth Sense. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, you mean that movie where Bruce Willis is a ghost? And then I said, <gasps> I said, uh, sure, I haven't seen it, but yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so the whole movie, I go through the entire movie watching it, knowing that Bruce Willis is a ghost. And in the theater, as they reveal that Bruce Willis is the ghost, which is a the the big thing. reveal. It's, it's M. Night thing. Shyamalan's thing. thing. That yeah. was the be- beginning of his thing. I, I'm sitting there <laughs> and everybody in the theater, it's a packed theater, and everyone just goes, <gasps> and I'm just staring at everybody like, the fuck is wrong with y'all? <laughs> like, why didn't everybody gasp? <laughs> like, this something happened in the theater? I didn't know about it. And then I look at the screen and it's like, all the shots that he's using is like, like revealing. This is what... And I just got so sad. I got so sad. I was like, man, are you kidding me? Still a good movie, yeah. but it's even better when you don't get it spoiled. Yeah, sure. That is, one, that is actually one movie. Like, there are a couple I could name where I'd say, yeah, it's really better. Like, even for me, who doesn't really care about uh, spoilers, um, that <laughs> it is a lot better if you, you don't know. That one, a lot around that time period like usual suspects yeah that had a oh yeah reveal that was really um like kind of amazing um there were so a bunch tell us about the big reveal in the happening tell us about that one um <laughs> I, we don't need to talk about um <laughs> tell us about that <laughs> it's plants um okay uh <laughs> mother earth <laughs> <laughs> nobody needs yeah anyway <laughs> Um, so, okay. Uh, the joke would be right now is that we talk about how much Lamorne and I at least hate spoilers and would never speak to someone again if they spoil something. And now we mm-hmm. just go through a list of all the best movies with twists and spoil it for every single person listening. Every single other person. <laughs> we just stop this conversation. Me. Except for me, because I don't care. Right. You don't care. You'll be like, this you is did great. just spoil the ever. happening, though. You did. I'm sorry. I thought happening. you already saw it. I saw it, but the yeah, fans. I, I knew you had. I knew you had. We're gonna put like a warning at the beginning of this episode to be like some spoilers about nothing to do with New Girl. <laughs> I don't know. Old you movies. Know, Kevin Spacey. No, I don't, know, Spacey I don't is really. Say. 
Oh, <laughs> Lauren, come on. LeBron escapes Toonland in Space Jam. He gets his son back. <laughs> Don't spoil, uh, don't spoil Space Jam for me. Nick and Jess get don't. together in the end. Oh, that's it. That's it. We've lost them. We've lost oh them God. now. We should call this episode spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler. Um, all right. So do you guys like horror movies? Love horror movies. No. How about you, Hannah? No. No? I'm not, mm. I'm not a big fan. And I also, guys, so... Like, I was in that movie, The Happening, and I will say, like, you know, M. Night Shyamalan's a fine film, a fine filmmaker, and by fine, I mean wonderful filmmaker. Um, I don't think I'm good in horror movies because I think um, <laughs> everyone laughs when they look at me. What? Um, <laughs> it's my theory uh, that people laugh when they... <laughs> <laughs> when they see me and that that the moment that they see me they go oh this is gonna be a funny movie and then when it's a <laughs> horror movie they're like uh, oh wait what <laughs> so i don't think i'm great in horror movies but i do sometimes like watching them depending upon who the filmmaker is mm. i can't do it well you did a great job i i, I oh, love it you. you did a great job my first movie i ever did was a horror movie but it was dog shit it was really bad <laughs> really bad movie did you die in it I die immediately in it, of course. <laughs> um, I would say it was the a race formula. thing, but the whole cast is black. So <laughs> it's like, it's not really the, you know, the, 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 the whole cast is black and a Dominican guy. But uh, And then I die immediately. It was one of the worst experiences of my life. And I will, y'all do your homework and go look it up. I'm not going to say the name of it. It's just really, really Should bad. I say the name? Can I, I look mean, it up? If you find it, you, you please. I, I don't get residuals on it. I still haven't been paid from this movie. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I haven't. Like, I'm still looking for my money for this film. <laughs> it's out there. It is. If it's a bad movie, I sometimes I really like bad movies. Is that wrong of me? I like yeah. really enjoy, see, or I love seeing a preview for a movie that's not good. I bad, love it. Bad, like bad, like the room, bad. Love. Oh, yes. The room like is that. Okay, there we go. Love, That's, love, yes. love. I it's so bad as really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, this I really appreciate so, it. This one's so bad. I think we changed killers multiple times throughout <laughs> the movie because actors <laughs> left. I was like, I ain't doing this no more. I don't want to be a part of this project. And they leave and like, all right, we got to, we got, we got, we got to write a new ending. Oh my god, that's <laughs> such and such amazing. left. I love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, really bad, really bad. What's your favorite? What's your well? You don't like being in them. What's your favorite? Have, like, I you... mean, yeah, yeah. No, it's not that I don't like it. I just don't. I don't know if it's my wheelhouse. You know. But what's your favorite to look at? Like, to have look you at. Seen one? Have you seen one? I mean, that there you are. Said, Man, I love that one. I, there are ones that I I love and that I appreciate them. I don't know if I like could watch them again because they're so scary. Like, I think The Exorcist is a great film. Mm -hmm. Um, The Shining is a great film, but I'm also like so scared, scared. when I watch them. So scary. <laughs> It's Jaws a horror movie? I love Jaws. I think so. I think yeah. It is. Jaws, Jaws is one I can actually watch because I'm like, it's in the ocean. I'm on land. <laughs> but Jaws is just a misunderstanding uh, of, of <laughs> because he we we hanging out in his in his house. That's true. No, exactly. And all he's, he's like, just get out. Like, I'm trying to like exactly eat too. and swim. I'm and doing my that. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Thirty true. Days of Night. That's my favorite. Uh, horror movie. Oh, I think I did one? see that. Yeah, in a long time ago. Yeah, that yeah. was a good one. Josh yeah. Hartnett, Danny Houston. Yeah. Like that movie was. Yeah. Imagine being stuck in a place where vampires are for thirty days mm -hmm. hunting you. That wouldn't be nope. fun to shoot because it's all at night. 
terrible uh, all night shoots every, so I, if i see a script and it's like exterior night i'm like ooh, let's really think this through <laughs> mm, could it be exterior day yeah. how about exterior day yeah. exterior I mean, night and it's like every single scene is like exterior yeah. can you night. make it night and post um, yeah <laughs> yeah and i'm like how about exterior day for night <laughs> you put the filter on it and then um we can all go home um yeah in that episode in that cold open you mentioned um uh american tale i love american tale who doesn't love american tale it's a great i'm not gonna lie a lot of people haven't seen it i haven't seen it see oh there's people right there that's 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 fifle goes west yeah well it's the it's before fifle goes west. so so, oh so it's the american tale then it's fifle go i think i've seen fifle why are you saying fifle 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 it's Fievel? Yeah. You see what I mean? Clearly, I haven't seen it. <laughs> Fievel. Fievel. Stop, Very cute. Like we're we're stopping the recording it. right now so you can go watch an Fievel, American <laughs> We'll be back in uh, 92 minutes. Fievel, Fievel, I don't give a damn. I haven't seen it. I believe there's a wonderful duet with James Ingram and Linda Ronstadt from shut that. Um, shut yeah. Up. From you that movie. the front door. <laughs> I'm not going to shut the front James- door. It's true. <laughs> James Ingram. I feel like if I was a singer, I would be James Ingram. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why. Let's look into that. I don't. I I forget what his voice sounds like, but (laughs) I feel like I I know he has a good voice. Yeah, he's got to have a great one, great voice. But I just what what song did James Ingram sing? Uh, The one with Linda Ronstadt. It's called Somewhere Out There. (laughs) (laughs) Um, On the wings of love, guys. Should we go to break? Break Um, We're going to tell you about some products that Hannah loves. And um, <laughs> Hannah loves Hannah loves so many products, so many soaps, and if you look um, at her right now, she's got on thirty accessories, granola bars. Um, <laughs> she loves cereal. Everybody she knows lo- that. She looks like she just got back from a gifting. She suite. loves apps. That's right. Yes, I've raided the and, gift shop. <laughs> tons of apps. apps, soaps, and granola bars. We're right. gonna hear about it. <laughs> and by apps, we do mean appetizers. Appetizers. <laughs> it's all food. Yeah. Um, I just like food. Crudite. Yeah. Oh, she, yeah. <laughs> Hannah loves food. You yes, wouldn't know because really. she's very slender, but she loves food. Love an hors d'oeuvre. <laughs> she loves an hors d'oeuvre. Okay, here we go. Let's hear about those hors d'oeuvres. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... 
We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, season five, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Did you did you oh. like hearing about the hors d'oeuvres that Hannah loves? I'm famished. I'm actually I'm super hungry too. I like toast. <laughs> Do you like toast? Yeah, I like <laughs> toast. Me too. 
a good piece of buttered toast. I actually have had entire movies that I've done where I ate toast for lunch every single day because I was just like, so that's unhealthy. Yeah, that it's not unhealthy. healthy. I this that was in my twenties. Okay. This was when I was young and and foolish. Now now I now I I eat much much healthier food. Oh yeah. Um, um, I have to do a very important <laughs> correction. Because yes. I'm ashamed I got something wrong because I got what it backwards. It? What was in it? American Tale? Yeah, it's there are no cats in America and <gasps> the streets oh. are paved with cheese. That's oh. why they all want to go there. You obviously, it. if it's there okay. was no cheese in America, why would a mouse be so excited? Hannah, I'm not gonna lie to you, I wouldn't have caught that. I wouldn't have caught that. I would anyone who's seen it oof. knows. Um, Should we talk about this episode, guys? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Last time on New Girl. Episode 104, Naked. Everyone feels exposed and vulnerable sometimes. Winston's time in Latvia left him without knowledge of current American pop culture. After bombing an interview, he resolves to catch up on everything he missed. Nick is going out on a date with the new barback, but she's so sarcastic and aloof that he can't figure out when she's sincere. After his loftmates body shame him, Nick tries to get comfortable with his naked form in the mirror while jamming to Jamaican music, a.k.a. reggae. His troubles double when Jess walks in, sees him in the nude, and laughs at him. Of course, she feels terrible, and suddenly everyone is making fun of her for not being able to say the word penis. She practices saying it a lot and even tries to get comfortable with her own naked body. Jess tells Cece what happened, and Cece suggests that Jess show Nick her own naked body so they can be even. Meanwhile, Schmidt is very upset that everyone has seen Nick's penis but him. And Winston is having a hard time adjusting to not playing basketball anymore. When Schmidt finds a catatonic Winston in a YouTube hole, he suggests the two of them go on a run to work it out. And during their jog, Schmidt admits that he feels terrible about being a grown-ass man with roommates and no girlfriend. The episode culminates as Jess, eager to make amends with her friend, surprises Nick in her birthday suit just as he and his date are about to get it on. Oops. Jess tackles the situation head-on by passing around the feeling stick. And in the end, Nick declares that there are rules, and Winston accepts that you can't always be the winner. Now, back to the show. So in it, we have uh, love the lovely Lake Bell, who's yes. hilarious. Yes. So funny playing the ironic, what was her name again? I can't remember. Amanda. 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 Mm-hmm. Amanda is uh, Nick's coworker, and she is very ironic, and mm-hmm. he can't tell she's serious. But That's they go right. on a date, and she they are about to hook up, but he feels weird because Jess saw him naked, and she laughed. She laughed because Which she is was uncomfortable. You don't do, but it's something you just can't do. You can't do, but she did it. Right, and, and then she wants to talk about reactions it. like that when they're like put in a really awkward situation me i in real life yeah i mean i i um actually i don't know if i would have i'm trying to think what i would do in real life i i know no i would just close the door i wouldn't laugh i think i would freeze you would punch it well one i mean i would definitely not make any contact yeah i i would i would close the door immediately because haven't you ever like opened a bathroom door and then somebody is like peeing or something and you're like whoopsies bye it's true that the 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 amount 
of apologies that will fall out of your mouth in the most frenzied way when you do something yeah. like that never, is crazy. Yeah. I never bring it up again either. So that this is mistake number one that yes. Jess makes is that she brings that it situation. up. Like, yeah, you Jess know. makes a ton of mistakes. He's making um, mistakes downtown. But let me tell you something. As a man, <laughs> as, a, as, a, as, a, as a man, mm-hmm. the, the number one rule is never, ever laugh at a man's penis. Okay. At if anything- it. We would prefer a look of fear or wonderment. You want to look at it and you go, oh, what what did I just see? If you, you know, it gives a man confidence, okay? Mm -hmm. A wonderment. And like, imagine the possibilities with that thing. When you laugh, the penis turns inward and it turns into a vagina. (laughs) The penis goes away at that point. Um. Yeah, I feel uncomfortable just talking about this, but yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know that to be the case, but you're a man, so you can tell us. Does it really? Yeah, it, it, you, it would you, just for, turtle. Yeah, you it, lose, you lose sight of it. it you hides? can't find it. Okay, it hides. All right. Well, um, but they do. Well, Jess does the wrong thing. She she laughs. <laughs> so so Jess walks in on Nick, who Nick is kind of preparing for the date, and he's kind of checking himself out to make sure everything's cool, and he's kind of feeling it, and he's dancing to Jamaican mu- music, and then. Jess doesn't knock. She just opens his door and then freezes, looks at him naked and laughs out loud. And it gives him a little bit of a a complex. If yeah. Can I just say something in Jess's defense, though? Yeah. Because he then takes her to task for like not knocking. He's like, they have doors and we knock on doors and this is how society works. And I'm like, yeah, but pause. The reason why she opened your door is because your music was so loud that if she knocked, it's a safe assumption that you wouldn't have heard it. Yeah. And I don't think it's a logical leap in her brain to be like, I'm sure he's probably buck naked in here dancing and this is going to be a violation. Also, it's a very you logical lock your door. If you, you live with that many people. Uh, That's right. Well, my thing, I would lock my door a lot. Probably. Yes. Yeah, so everybody him. knows. Everybody knows when you hear loud music, don't come in. He's alone. But you, yeah. Well, yeah. What do you? What? What? What else could he have? Well, she doing, knows Hannah? she can't text him because he has a flip phone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but I, even if he was alone and he did privacy yeah. limit, I don't think it's happening very loudly. If he have was we doing decided something. that they needed an intercom system in the lobby? They need a, a ring. And inter- they need like a- Hannah. Yeah. Hannah, your neighbors <laughs> are having a party across the street. Yeah. You got to sleep. It is really, really loud. Do you just go walk into their house? We're talking about a man alone in his bedroom in the middle of the day playing like hey, reggae music. Hey, 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 knock. Mm-hmm. Trust me, if there's a party going across the street, I'm already in bed asleep. So it's fine. Nobody <laughs> got to worry about me opening no doors. Where you're the yeah. one throwing the party. I've been to one of your parties. <laughs> they get crazy. <laughs> crazy um, delicious because there's right. lots of food there. Just food. Um, tired people. Um, so don't laugh. But they said, I'm sure, Zoe, you've heard this before, right? Where they say, they like pulled a whole bunch of men and women. They asked what your greatest fear of the opposite sex is. Oh, right, right, right. And they say that a woman's greatest fear mm-hmm. from a man is that they will kill them. That's our right. greatest fear. Mm-hmm. And they asked what? men, what is your greatest fear that the opposite gender could do to you? And the response overwhelming was laugh at us. Well, isn't that like, doesn't that set up a lot of like true crime podcasts where like the woman is derisive mm-hmm. and then the man murders her? Correct. Jeez. Right. Both fears fully if, played out. If you listen Somebody to a lot of these, yeah. 
Right, right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got to speak for the men on this one. Um, I don't agree Aren't with you? that poll. <laughs> I don't agree with that poll. I agree. I agree that that could be y'all biggest fear, but that's also our biggest fear. Okay. I've also being seen. Being killed? Tru- yeah. <laughs> being killed by someone who's like loving you. You know what I mean? They love you and you don't see it coming. Elaborate. Elaborate. I mean... There was a story. Okay. Of a lovely lady. Who was raising <laughs> these three. Three very lovely <laughs> girls. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know how that, t- that tale ended. Brady Bunch was canceled. <laughs> it was canceled. Here's the thing. Can we just say then, the is, girls is the full them. circle moment of this then, is that Jess is lucky that Nick didn't kill her by the end of the yeah, 23 she's minutes. Lucky. She's, she's lucky. so lucky she got out alive after like giggle, panic giggling at a penis. Yeah. Well, we should yeah. start a new girl uh, rewrite podcast and we should rewrite all the episodes and then, <laughs> again <laughs> no canceled after four one episode after so. four episodes <laughs> then, <laughs> jess was murdered it was a very specific type of nervous laugh did you have to like do a bunch of them and then they just picked yeah i think as i recall yeah um i think did jake direct this jake Casson direct this episode he did yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 i mean this uh, as I recall, yeah, uh, and a bunch of the stuff we had to just kind of, you know, try a lot of different ways, and then, um, and then they kind of in the edit chose because all the you know where she's like pee pee pyrenees like all that stuff <laughs> had to be, <laughs> you know, they kind of just chose the ones that they like the most. Like it's silly that this is a grown woman who can't say the word penis, but. I buy it. I buy it. And then she has no problem saying it like in a few episodes. That that yeah. I remember didn't she reading say it in the pilot. That was the thing online too. I read from some fans is like, which means I have to go back and like look at the pilot and see. Yeah, what well, that's. But... I think there was something where I was like, there was a little bit of a stretch, even though it was a very funny concept. There was a little bit of a stretch for this episode because of that particular thing where I was like, wait, didn't I already say it? And then pretty much like the next episode and the episode after. But I'm just going to chalk it up to Jess is just very particularly nervous in this situation. Doesn't really want to talk about his um, penis. Doesn't want to, you know, and and it's 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 not really about the word. It's about it in relation to her roommate who she's just getting to know. I mean, yeah. listen, that happens on New Girl every once in a while. I can attest to that. <laughs> my, well, my character is a professional basketball player, but then on some episodes, he, he his, his tiny fingers and he can't hold anything at all. <laughs> like, wait, how did that work? Wait, how did I get to the pro you, level? You're, you're, <laughs> you're so fit in season two that you yeah. outrun Schmidt and yes. Schmidt has to ice his knees and he can't. And then by season three <laughs> or was, four, you can't hold things because your fingers exactly, are so exactly. Yeah, uh, like, but you know what? Sense. That's just kind of how sometimes, especially like episodic television, where they're writing mm-hmm. as we're going, some of the characters kind of have to shift a little bit, and it mm-hmm. just happens. But you know, for the the people going back and binge watching, it's very apparent. <laughs> um, but you know. It ends up being that, you know, at first they come up with these characters and then they start writing to the actors and what they mm-hmm. do best. And so I think what ended up what we ended up evolving to was what we all did best rather than like, you know, what ha- was in Liz's head before we started the show. So, you know, it we evolve with 
the writers and the actors working together. And that's just kind of how it goes. That's just how it goes, yo. That's it's just a how journey. it goes. Trying to make you guys laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes there are a couple in- inconsistencies. No, um, no expense. Who else was guest starring in this? We episode? have to talk about the <laughs> establishment of the weird Schmidt Nick dynamic that happens in this episode. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Schmidt kind of yeah. wants to, to see, see his. Yeah. Schmidt really wants, to, wants. He really wants to see. I mean, um, you could probably. Uh, Schmidt's gay, right? Like, have a, did that come out <laughs> at any point throughout the. Like, he really wants to see this man's penis. I think and, he's available to all options out there. Nice. I think he's available that's to nice. all options. That's nice. That's Breaking right. the mold with television. He's, I like that. Yeah, he, he. It's not. Uh, it's not. It's not this or that. It's all of it. Mm. Um, I think. Um, I think Schmidt. Um, he just wants to feel close to his friend. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's feeling excluded. It's like a FOMO moment. Yeah. Is that a thing? For, is that a thing for? Because that's that's not a real. That's not a real thing in real life. <laughs> but is that for for guys? At least not. At least not to my knowledge. But is that a thing for women? Is it like no? Oh, no. I haven't seen like no. Okay, no, no. I I'm I'm very modest. Like I don't. I'm pretty much like I I I, I always go in a changing room. Pretty much. So mm-hmm. n- nobody's really seeing anything ever. No. Even my friends, <laughs> probably not. I mean, not like I wouldn't change in front of somebody, but why do that if I have a yeah. if I have a place to be? You know. You know, that makes not sense. change in front of people. I'm you know, how, like some people like walk around in like a locker room or something, you know, and they feel and I think that's great. Like, fantastic. Be be you. Do you. But for me, I'm like, nope, be, be <laughs> I'll be all. wearing my turtleneck until right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm completely private. <laughs> I once got changed in a CVS. <laughs> right there in the middle of a CVS. I did not care. I believe that. But yeah. did you do it like it's kind of like how a guys girl wear boxer can... shorts? So basically, they take off That's their clothes right. and they're wearing clothes. Yeah, you know and what women I mean. Are also very good at we like you can take a bra off and not remove a single piece of clothing. Oh yeah, we're all good at revealed. changing with nobody seeing anything. Yeah, I That's can't do right. that. Yeah, I, I you have can't to take your every, bra off. I have to get completely naked before I put on any other <laughs> arm of clothes. <laughs> That's your process. It's, it's almost like when Listen, you're. It's, is, it's almost like process. when you're a kid. When you're a kid, like I remember when I was, a kid, like, you go to the bathroom and like they they pull their pants all the way down just to pee. And I remember doing that as a kid. I was like, as I got older, I went, why did I do that? Why did my butt have to be out in order for me to pee? <laughs> like, imagine carrying that to be like <laughs> to your into adulthood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, why do you want your pants on like a dirty bathroom floor? Uh, yeah. No, not if you not if it back on your body. Uh, yeah. yeah, you have other options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Okay, so. Wh- oh, can I, there's one thing I remember that came back to me when I was watching this in the middle of the night mm-hmm. that I don't know, Zoe, if you yes. remember. So you and I have this like really tiny scene where I give you right. terrible advice to go right. and now flash him. Yeah. Um. And then everything will be cool. And the day we shot that, some huge criminal activity happened that I had completely forgotten about, which I remembered when I watched oh. it. And I what will tell you about it after this break. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature. And of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. 
As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to our show. Okay, we're back. I need to know. I have no memory of shooting this scene. <laughs> so right. I, I need to know. Do you remember, were we on the lot when we... No, no. it was really weird. And I can't they piece They set together it up like at the bar or something so that, I, you know, sometimes like we had these short scenes that then they'd set up in weird places but um where here's the we? weirdest thing i can't that's the part of the puzzle i can't put together so i'm gonna have to ask somebody maybe yeah. we can ask jake kazan we talk to yeah. him is i just remember being in those crazy rollers with the green yeah. eyeshadow in a robe right. like so i would just right. it's very vivid and we're in right. the van and you uh-huh. and i were coming back from a location to shoot it so i'm like what mm. else happened in that episode on location nothing i don't know anyway it's confusing but i yeah, do remember okay. this yeah we're in the van coming back and then all of a sudden we're just like stopped and no one's saying anything explaining it and the other thing i remember about that van ride is that you we were just like well we're just here and we're just gonna have some chit chat and you told me about a little company you were starting called hello giggles mm. In that van ride. Yeah. And we talked about it at length. And you're like, yeah, with my friends. It was really, I remember that moment really clearly. But then we finally were like, Okay, we've been. But that's not here the for... crime, you guys. There's no crime. That's not the crime. <laughs> what Highway is the crime, robbery. though? I'm on the edge of my seat, honestly. What? And we said, "Why are we here?" And then I, the driver, whispered to whatever producer was in the car, and they, I guess, they decided to finally tell us that there was a bank robbery happening. Oh no, I know exactly where we were on we Wilshire, were, right? That was yeah. So that was the bar location, and they oh. we also used a school, um, I think, for base camp or something. I remember this. There were like it was right near the Prince Bar, and this is part of the reason why we stopped um, shooting like at the bar, and then they built it on the Fox lot. It was in a, it was in um, Koreatown, and mm-hmm. that one day there was like a, it wasn't a bank robbery. It was a some kind of a jewelry, store. a jewelry heist, oh, a heist, a jewelry heist, it was a heist. There was also another crime the same day. Mm. Uh huh. In that same like one block radius it was yes. not even like it was like in the on the block mm-hmm. um and th- there were several crimes and so they were like um did i think did they yeah what was there a follow-up to the story did they get away with the jewels did they catch the i jewel never thief? we never heard um oh, what man. you know what happened but there were things I and like i they- knew they, they like were shooting they Lake, Belle, and Jake on that set. And I think they just squeezed in our scene while they yes. were on that set. And they had, like, they built a little thing because it was just basically that angle. It was like a two shot of us, like, facing the mirror. And then there was like a two, a single on you and a single on me. And that was it. So I think they just set it up. Like, they only need to set up one direction. So I think they set it up somewhere, like, in that school where we were parking. But I remember they kept calling us at, like, you. Hannah and I both would get called really early to mm-hmm. set. 
because girls get called two hours, <laughs> like basically because that it's longer to go through hair and makeup. And guys, a lot of times get to roll in like five minutes before rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Um, and That's I remember right. being called to that location, the one where there was the jewelry heist and multiple other crimes in the same <laughs> day um, at four in the morning and getting lost and being like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> where am I going? There's like no one to ask because I'm just like totally lost. Um, so this is yeah. why this podcast though is like is so helpful for me because I couldn't figure it out. I'm like every set is is back at the Fox lot. So, but I know we were on location and I know this big yeah. criminal act was happening. But you're right; they hadn't built the bar set yet. So yeah. we were in Koreatown. I forgot that yeah. hadn't happened. And we Thank did you, end up Zoe. shooting. You solved the mystery for me. Oh, you're <laughs> welcome. We did end up shooting um, at this other place there a lot. Like one, th- remember the place that used to be like a hotel and we've shot there a million times. Yeah. Beautiful building across oh, yes. from that park. The park, MacArthur, MacArthur Park. park. MacArthur Park. We shot park. a lot of yes. rooftop. Our rooftop was there. Yeah, we shot the Bells episode in the amphitheater the, the, there amphitheater. we shot we remember shot the bollywood dance scene yeah the, dance the bollywood scene. fall down the seat inside the yeah inside that building and then we shot in that park again remember when nick and just get like a dog like way later and yeah like, um, and there's a movie night they're watching was no yeah. that was at hollywood forever we used that rooftop too no. as the lofts rooftop right yeah. yeah yeah we used it and remember the episode with the bathtub like Mm-hmm. That we, you and I, <laughs> that Winston and Jess want <laughs> to, all they want is a bathtub. And <laughs> yes, <laughs> I can't go wait to go. Over, that that one's a funny episode. But yeah, we shot like the bathtub. They shot Crash there. I remember or Drive. Oh, Drive. They, okay. Drive. Yeah, they've Some shot. Car a, I remember incident. the which is about episode. a man who robs banks. Full circle. Sorry, oh. go ahead. That's yeah. the end of the episode, people. No. <laughs> so we, yeah, so we we shot around that neighborhood a lot. It's an awesome neighborhood. Just happened to be that this one time there was yeah. some activity, and then that's when I think they were like, you know what, we don't want to always have to be shooting in this bar. MacArthur Park is is wild over there. I'm not sure if they- <laughs> <laughs> there's some different things. That's part of wild. I'm just saying <laughs> it is wild. It's, it's crazy. Um, there, there's a there was always. There was always like stuff that was happening in that park that was, yeah, wild. it was it was wild. <laughs> it was wild. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what a weird day. I just remember being like, "This is the most interesting conversations you start in this company. It's all about you and know." They're like, "There's a jewelry heist." Right? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, "What?" I yeah. Love it. Ooh, can we just? I I I had my homework. I had to do about the bears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yes. Can I just say something really quickly? Yeah, please. Because. I, I, what you what do you want to say, Lamar? No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Say, say no, something. Because I say I, I found the bear, so but you go ahead. In this, well, because you're the one who does it in this episode. Don't 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 spoil it like that. I <laughs> never find the bears. I'm it. gonna I'm purposefully not finding the bears, so I want yeah. them to be pointed out to me every but, single okay. time. Because I, but, well, I, I think my homework is it. that I didn't watch for it in episode two and three. I forgot. Did you mm-hmm. do it because now? Because I'm new at this podcast situation. And so I went back and I did my homework on them. And you found them. And you found them? So here's the thing. And then I also went to, you know, the new girl fans online to figure Mm -hmm. out because I struggled with one of the episodes. So and two, that is cheating. But I was like, I need my team. (laughs) (laughs) And all y'all out there that watch the show are my team. So on episode two, the kryptonite one, I went back and watched. And it's the picture of the bear on the refrigerator. 
Mm. Oh. Right. But then I feel like now we have to come up with some rules around this bear situation. Is it always a visual bear? And if if there isn't a bear, are they just using Brett Bear's last name as that's, <laughs> one of our writer producers? That doesn't count. Yeah, and can you repeat something? Because if awesome you don't writer, yeah. say or something, a bear can you just because that bear on the fridge yeah. is there every. I feel like the yeah. whole time. So it, anyway, but that's the first sighting of it. So I was like, that's what is counted. But here's the thing on the wedding. You know what? There's one, a loft in every episode too. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's there's a the girl loft? called Zoe. There's a um, Zoe. Well, actually, I'm not in every episode. <laughs> That's true. None I, of us are in every episode. I was played by Megan Fox uh, <laughs> for a couple of episodes, and everybody freaked out. <laughs> um, the wedding episode with the bears. No mm. one has found it. So far. I don't far. think there is one. But someone tried to make a stretch, and I was like, this feels like I have to take it back to the committee of Zoe and Lamorne and see if yeah, this would tell count. Me. Here it is. And it we actually talked about it on the podcast when we was talked about that episode. Which is when you guys kick your shoes off, they said it's bare feet. That's mm. not a thing. Yeah, because it's not an I was like, that feels like a little bit of yeah. a of a stretch to make that yeah. one work. So um, don't I don't know it. if it's in the wedding so, episode. What, yep. But I'll in this episode, it definitely exists. And Winston is the one responsible for That's the right. bear. Now, this Tell one is a, this one is a twofer right here. This okay. one is a twofer. This is very important. Okay. Because a right rock the, block of bears. Well, you see, <laughs> at the end of the Winston, the Winston and Schmidt storyline, mm-hmm. Winston decides to give uh, Schmidt life lessons that he's learned from his journey through the Internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you watch the episode, you know, Winston has come back from Latvia and he's not caught up on what's happened in America. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he goes on this deep dive of the Internet, finds out all kinds of things. And he says to him, right in this very moment, he goes, you know, uh, uh, we, we um, in this moment that when they're having a conversation, we, we not only do we spot the bear, but we also discover Winston's, it's like a bit of foreshadowing. It is. Uh, his unhealthy love for cats. Yes. Yes. He's, yes. He says to him, hey, we might get a cat that. one day and that cat might play the keyboard. Mm-hmm. A bear might fall on our trampoline." Mm-hmm. So we we discover two things: the bear and also the cat in this very moment. Yeah, yeah. I love I love seeing. I I I didn't clock that before because, um, you you weren't. Uh, oh wait, we have an episode coming up with a cat, but it's not a beloved cat. It's a bird cat. Is that? <laughs> it's a bird. Ah, ooh. <laughs> yes, the bird cat. So I'm looking forward to 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 covering that episode. But but um um I do uh. I feel like um, I n- I didn't notice that cat reference until watching it again, and then I was like, oh, and Winston gets a cat later. Mm-hmm. Like the cat manifestation. So I love that cat. I wonder if Tan- the writers okay. clocked that and knew that, or they just happened. I don't. I'm not sure if they. Were I think it probably happened. It. it just happened. Yeah. You know, happened. But then it's nice to see now. But Han- I just want to mention that Hannah and I both love cats, and yes. Lauren, you so love much. them less, right? Is I love them. And you're the one who cats. got the cat on the show. Yeah. And we were like, please let us hold that cat. And they were like, yes. no, this is a trained cat. <laughs> Only Lamorne can hold this cat. And we're I like, just remember Zoe mm-hmm. being so like disturbed by this. Why does he get a cat? He hates cats. And I love <laughs> cats. I want to play with the cat. <laughs> I, like, I remember yeah. one episode, Seasons Down, where you had to do a lot of holding of the cat. And you and I basically... <laughs> 
went to the producers and were like, so Hannah's going to hold the cat this episode. Because <laughs> you're just like, I can't, I can't take it. I can't hold the cat for that much. So can we just have her hold the cat the entire episode? Also, yeah. you were like, you were like, Ferguson, scratch Lamorne. So <laughs> if that's what so you, you said, he listened. Cat. Yes, he definitely listened. <laughs> I do remember you being very like, you had gotten kind of scratched, maybe. Well, and you were kind of mad. You were like, you look, you never complained really like vocally, but you were very like, I could tell you were not happy. About well, here's that, why. You know? One, I'm allergic. <laughs> I was allergic. But but also um, prior to that, years ago, years ago, my friend uh, Chris Page, one of my best friends in the whole world, had a bunch of cats when we were growing up. And he loves cats. And he had this one adorable cat named Buttercup. Cute. So cute, Aww. right? Buttercup, uh, it was a part of a, a litter of cats. His other cat had just had babies, I believe, and then Buttercup was one of them. Was really so it tiny. was a kitten. The kitten. The kitten. It was a baby kitten. kitten. Little kitten. cutie. Um, and I'm holding. Puffy Buttercup. Puffy Buttercup. Something. It was, I forget if it, Anyway, long story short, the kitten or cat like slides down my chest. I'm holding them. And we just got through playing basketball, so I'm shirtless. That's right, ladies. Oh. And um, uh, calm down. Don't freak, uh, um, don't freak out. <laughs> I just broke the internet. No. Um, and the cat jumps on me and claws me and slides down Oof. my chest Ow. and leaves scratches all, and I'm bleeding. And I'm like, and you're oh, allergic no. too. Yeah. And I'm allergic, right? So fast forward, I'm trying to be kind to Ferguson and, and, and you know, taking my medication so I don't sneeze all over him. And uh, no joke, I feel like sneezing right now just talking about it. But then and everything's good. And all of a sudden, he just starts scratching me. Like he just starts like wailing away at me. And that was the moment that I was like, hey, we got to figure out something. <laughs> we got to figure something <laughs> out here. I mean, we got better. He got better and more comfortable. You needed to go to counseling with him. Yeah. yeah. You need there to was some... have couples. I tried. Therapy. He's a yeah. diva. You knock on his trailer door, he doesn't answer. <laughs> The little paws the can't get the handle. Trailer. <laughs> the tiny oh my god! Trailer. Don't you want to make him a little trailer? The little yes. knob. Well, <laughs> Lamorne's uh, like, this is trash. I'm hearing a traumatic Hannah experience. And I are make, yeah, it's a traumatic experience for Lamorne yeah. and Hannah and I are just going. Listen, I remember I love, when I, I adopted cats. a kitten and I brought it to <laughs> set. I feel like, and I freaked and I, out. And I brought it to your trailer. Yeah. And Elsie played with. Yeah. So her first time yeah. meeting a cat and she well, and out. She's she's never a, she loves a real cats one. too. Yeah, she is obsessed that. with cats. She wants, she, in fact, for a while wanted to be a cat when she grew up. Really? <laughs> yeah. She kept, I kept being like, so, um, oh, well, she would, I have dresses that she likes. And she, and I'm like, well, you can have it when you, you know, get older. And she's like, but I'm going to be a cat. Well, no, no. <laughs> it's going to be a problem. I thought I could be whatever I wanted. Um, <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. Um, okay. Well, we can cut it down to cats. <laughs> Let's play True American, friends. True American, yes. True American. Okay, True American. Welcome to True American, where the rules change weekly and you leave more confused than when you showed up. This week, we're doing... <laughs> Which one do we want to do? I'm not sure. We always have Let, Let's read these out choices. loud just so I can oh, okay. figure them out. Washington's one-word story journey. 
In this week's episode, Nick can't tell if the girl he likes is being sincere or making a joke. We'll try to do both by making up a story one word at a time. Decide who will go first, second, and third. Then go round robin. You guys, okay. That's the first one. The second one is Delaware Dictionary Dingling. In the episode, (laughs) Jess has difficulty Uh saying the word penis. So we're going to make up new words for other body parts. Um, what do you guys think? Which one do you, I? I don't. I. They're both good. So, one person invents a new word. The second person gives it a sentence, and the third uses it in a sentence. Hmm. I'll let you guys decide. Um, Hannah. Is, yeah. We could do the Washington's go. one word story oh, journey. Okay. Cool. Um. Welcome to True American, where the rules change weekly, and you leave more confused than when you showed up. This week we are uh playing Washington's one word story journey. In this week's episode, Nick can't tell if the girl he likes is being sincere or making a joke. We'll try to do both by making up a story one word at a time. Let's a see how this goes. Okay, who's going first? That's also a joke. Okay, Hannah, Lamorne, then me. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Once. Upon. A. Time. There. Was. A. Frog. And a locker. (laughs) (laughs) But what? The locker was huge. (laughs) See, now. (laughs) What is this? Froggy unhinged <laughs> the ginormous locker because inside was a tiny <laughs> pureness. <laughs> pureness. Oh, <laughs> wow. Said the froggy. How small is this penis? Rude. Anger. <laughs> Wait, what? Rude so, anger? She said, she said rude, and then I started to do it. Anger was the reaction from... The pureness. <laughs> How dare you said the pureness? I have a dignified <laughs> member. <laughs> when does this end? Somebody needs to shut Let's the fucking door. Let's start wrapping Slam it up. Slam it close. What? It's a dismembered penis. Well, <laughs> talking the, to a frog. Yeah, it's a it's medical go. issue. And you know what's weird is he just, is the member, right? He is the member. You, <laughs> this story took a turn. I'm, it took a this, turn, man. This story took a, a dark, dark turn. It's not attached so, to a body. So let's, let's let's summarize this story and then keep it moving. So um, 
there was a frog who saw a locker and then inside yeah. he uh, he took the he took the, the hinges a huge off locker. Of the locker a huge locker <laughs> yeah. and he took the hinges off because he saw a, a, a really small penis a micro penis can I may I just can I pitch something mm-hmm. for the story for the end mm-hmm. that it turns out mm. that it actually wasn't that small. It just was small in comparison to the ginormous locker, and then yeah. it was perspective, yeah. and That's that right. the frog it really it was bigger than the frog. Yeah, right. Dwarfed so ultimately, it's all about perspective. That the <laughs> penis was bigger than the frog. And mm-hmm. if we can summarize this episode, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it's all it's all about perspective. Yeah, there is no penis that is too small. There is no penis that is too big. You just got to find the right size locker. <laughs> yes. All about you have to locker. find the right locker <laughs> to put your stuff for your in. frog. And the right yes. froggy eyes that is looking at it. And then right. it will be I a perfect fit. This was like a, an Aesop fable. This was, <laughs> this was a classic. It's a classic, you guys. Read it to your children at night. Um, Turn that guys, into a book. Oh, thank gosh. you for joining us. <laughs> this was a really fun episode um, for Thank us you, to talk about, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. So um, don't forget to rate and subscribe. Give us five stars because five is uh, Lamorne's favorite number, and it's better than four. <laughs> That's right. So um, just to make Lamorne happy, give us five stars. Otherwise, he's going to freak out. <laughs> I'll be pissed. Angry. I'll be pissed. <laughs> he he and might also, throw a go- cat at you. <laughs> and also, I don't throw cats. No, no, I he don't. Would, no. He, no, a stuffed cat, a stuffed cat, a stuffed like cat. A, I'll throw know, a stuffed cat. A, a, That's right. A soft, it's a real a soft loaded cat. threat if you don't yeah. rate us. Yeah, a, a, <laughs> adorable stuffed cat. Yes. Will come and also, way. go and tell your friends about it. Tell your friends, okay? That's Call right. them up, text Subscribe. them. That's right. Share this episode. Share all the episodes. And if you have questions or concerns, thoughts and ideas. Please feel free to share them with us. Yeah, send send them to us on our social channels. We'll That's try right. to be paying attention. That's right. <laughs> All right. And once I reach twenty million followers, I'll be giving away a free iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> There's an incentive. I mean, honestly, everybody. we, I. I would do the same thing. Yes, that's right. Um, You're closer to the gold than I am. It, also, if you find the bear in the wedding episode, please let me know because it's bugging me. And bare feet do not count. The committee has said so. All right. Well, um, can't wait to talk about the next one. And All right, folks. Thanks for listening. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. You've been listening to Welcome to Our Show, a New Girl Recap podcast. Welcome to Our Show is a production of iHeartRadio, hosted by Zoe Deschanel, Lamorne Morris, and Hannah Simone. Our executive producer is Joelle Monique. Our engineer and editor is Daniel Goodman. The Welcome to Our Show theme song was written by Zoe Deschanel, performed and produced by Zoe Deschanel and Pierre DeReader. Follow us on Instagram at Welcome to Our Show Pod. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, you can email us at Welcome to Our Show Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share far and wide. Thanks for listening. We'll hear you next week. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. 
Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.